everybody. I am Casey Forbes. I'm Sarah Camille. I'm Dino. <laughs> That's right. We have a co-host today. We're in the lovely home of Uncle Dean and Aunt Jeanette, Sarah's yes. parents. Yes. And Dino is my cousin. Yes. Dino is actually my eldest brother. They are actually my parents, too. Oh, Dino yeah. Jeanette, yes. Dino's sporting <laughs> that, that salt and pepper beard. I don't know if your beard's Wisdom. ever been that long. No, never. Is that because you have three daughters? Yes. That's actually why we thought you would be a good co-host this week, because that is what our story kind of revolves around, are the the teenage daughter issues. (laughs) I changed the channel when I see this shit on TV. (laughs) As you should. It's never a good thing. It didn't remind me of Maddie because Maddie's super popular at her school, but she does record herself singing and she's super talented. Yes. Now you guys have heard me talk about my niece, Maddie. My brother, Dean, is also her father. So he's been through, because Maddie just turned 18. So he's been through all of the the teenage angst and all that kind of stuff. Bless your heart. Still going through it, actually. And oh, yes, because you've got Maddie, two younger ones, too. Maddie yeah. seems like a super laid-back teenager. I mean, is, she, is what's what's behind the Iron Curtain of the character? Is it is it she's a typical teenage girl, or or she's, like, super cool and laid-back? I can see her saying, like, you're not cool, you know? I think you're cool, but I can see her saying, damn. Oh, she does, but she knows better. She knows who's cool. <laughs> now, if you ask her, like, and Dean's not around, she just gets all, like, super sweet and cute, and she's like, I just love my dad. Like, she said that multiple times. But she won't, like, admit it when he's around. Probably not, no. Yeah. She doesn't have to. He knows. <laughs> he knows. So, Sarah, what are we talking about today? I was watching this this series on the ID channel called Web of Lies. And the episode, this particular episode is Season 6, Episode 8, Webcam of Lies. And it's, I like to think of it as a cautionary tale. It is. Before we dive in, can we discuss, I know Dino has not seen this, okay? So, Dino, envision, if you will, people who have auditioned for Hallmark movies and they got rejected as actors. These are the people who didn't make it on Hallmark or Lifetime, but got cast in this little TV series. Like as a reenactment type yes, thing? It's definitely reenactments. It's not the real thing. <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty. The acting is pretty awful because I loved talking. We talked to this young girl's mother and I really like her with her purple hair. Right, right. I thought um, this is one of those instances where all of the, the real life people were way more interesting. Were way more interesting than the actors like, i don't need all this reenactment it was horrible yeah it was pretty bad it's, and then the main girl who's supposed to be 14 looks like she's 21 i know i'm like she's not 14 no this is you, you know you knew it and y'all this is not in, in louisiana we've been covering louisiana cases up until this point yeah we're not even in the states guys no. we're, we are visiting british columbia canada Yes. And can I just say I learned something because my sister-in-law is from Canada, if you don't know. Every time um, she, when we get to talking about Canada, she would always start singing this Oh Canada song. And I genuinely thought she made it up. But this girl in the thing is singing this Oh Canada song. It turns out it's their national anthem. Who knew? <laughs> That Taryn was singing the O Canada so- yeah. national anthem. It was precious. <laughs> yeah, because it's this little girl. That's a, um. Let's just go ahead and kind of get All right, into let's it. Let's dive into it. Okay. So this is the story of fourteen-year-old Amanda Todd, and like we said, it takes pra- it takes place in British Columbia, Canada. And the episode opens, like you said, with a whole movie of Amanda singing and she's just this little thing and she's just precious then we meet her mom carol todd there are pictures of amanda and she's she's really a beautiful little child she is even as a teen like the most recent pictures they had of her she's a beautiful girl her mother tells us she had attention deficit disorder which made her feel bad about herself and she wanted to be liked or loved amanda found her voice for singing when she was really little and she would sing everywhere. She could never remember um, her multiplication facts or dates for social studies, but she could remember all the words to songs. 
that she has ADD, which kind of affected Amanda's self-perspective, I guess. Like, she kind of feels bad about herself. And she, like a lot of young kids, really just wanted to be liked and accepted. And and she felt like this was kind of like her deficit there. Yeah, because they talk so smart. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not saying that just to be funny. Like, Canadians talk... I call it talking smart. Because even when I'm around Taryn, it's it's, my sister-in-law. I noticed that my mom even tries to kind of hide her accent sometimes. She's like, we're going to go out in a boat. Anybody want to go? I love it. I love their accents. They sound super smart. Do they say a boot and eh? Yes. <laughs> eh? Yeah. Now, Taryn actually is very smart. She really Oh, is. she's super smart. Man, she's like a PI. You need yeah. her to, you need someone to track something down. Oh, yeah. Or you need her to tell you how to put a car seat in a car. She's your girl. <laughs> but she's like, she's like very like book she's smart too. Because, yeah. you know, she's in the medical field as her, her and she and Cody are both. I know. I didn't even field. know what nuclear medicine was until I met her. Yeah. Just, yeah. She's Let just alone really have texts. But yeah, when you're talking to somebody who's not from here that you detect does not have an accent that's from around here, yours kind of dissipates a little bit. Because you're kind you of know? embarrassed. Not embarrassed. It's just like oh, I am. When people say "call me Paula Dean," I'm like, <laughs> "Wait, what? They like, what?" <laughs> I've had people call me say I sound like Paula Dean because oh, I'm no. like, "Hey, y'all," and I'm like, "She ain't even from here." No, she's like from what Georgia? That is know. a whole different thing. I make fun of my husband though. I say he sounds like he's from Kentucky because he well, does. Derek he, does have a. Isn't he from Mississippi though? <laughs> no, he's from Walker. <laughs> living just across well, I mean the river same, same thing I mean basically <laughs> Mississippi Walker <laughs> Okay, so Amanda had ADD. It really affected her. Yes. Her mom says from a young age, she found a passion for music and singing. And her mom says she would just sing everywhere. Kind of like how I was with The Little Mermaid when I was little. Do you you remember me? Just like, (laughs) I remember. (laughs) And then like in your, you sound great, you know? Yeah. Oh, I still think I sound great, but I think my brothers would disagree. My parents Maddie and Evie do it to this day. Yeah, but Maddie sounds great. Maddie actually has a good voice. My parents (laughs) bought me like this karaoke machine with a microphone and I think they immediately regretted it (laughs) after buying it because I talk as loud in a microphone as I do like singing karaoke. Mm -hmm. They tell me to turn it down. There's nothing wrong with that. That's right. I had to sneakily throw ours out. That's when you take the batteries out of that stuff. Wait, the one for Maddie or the one for Sarah? No, the one for Evie. (laughs) (laughs) Evie's his youngest, y'all. She's what, six? Six? Not yet. Oh, wait, what? That's you? right. She's a year younger than uh, Jake. Yeah, That's right. I always think of them at the same age because they're so close. You threw but... her karaoke machine away? Not no. yet, but it no. is hidden. No, allegedly. No. In oh, case yeah. they it listen just, to this. It's still it at the broke. house. It's just hidden. It's there. I don't That's, blame you. That counts. I throw away all Cannon's artwork. <gasps> I've busted the... more than once. I'm not well, going to Yo, they yeah, bring artwork home every day. Look, okay. This And this is a parent hack. If you don't know it, just in your life, get the dark kitchen garbage bags and when they bring home like non-important of course like save the every so often like a good one you know just so you can look back and see but the majority of that stuff that they're just like doodling if you need to throw it away dark trash bags they can't see through it hide it underneath something and then put something messy on top so they will not go digging for it that's a great because you know even the white ones they can they oh, color with bright look, colors. I've I've tried to stick them down deep before, mm-hmm. and she saw it through the side when I took the trash out. Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking from experience, guys. They're like, is that the picture I colored specifically <gasps> like, for you, mom. the one that says "to mom"? You're <laughs> like, like, no. Why would you throw this away, mom? I drew it for you. It's like, no, I drew that. What's no, you make a designated container just for those things, <laughs> and you say. Go put it in the damn container. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> so you don't throw anything away? No, they don't put everything in the container. Okay. So shit does get thrown away. Okay. <laughs> or like it gets thrown away later. Yeah. You got. You do have to wait like an acceptable amount of time. After, After they've forgotten about it. I, okay. That's smart. Okay. So uh, much like myself again, Amanda would sing everywhere. Couldn't really remember her multiplication facts or important school things, but, you know, could remember all the words to her favorite songs. Of course, I'm still like that. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. People don't know my multiplication tables, so they're overrated. You know. Well, it's oh, like yeah. my husband oh. knows every word to some rap song, but he can't what? tell us what my anniversary is. You wait, Derek does rap songs. He loves rap. <gasps> Derek is a talented rapper. I don't. I don't know if y'all have ever heard. And the drunker he gets, the better his oh. rap gets. Yeah. I mean, straight gangster. We're gonna have yeah. to like test the Sat Livingston gangster in him. It is. It is. <laughs> 
he got that he got that what is it said on that i don't even know the names like they'll just start playing from the early 2000s yeah. and he oh, knows yeah. every word well i mean i can't say i do too so Go <laughs> like the last person you would think you can like it's like uh, how to rap song. <laughs> what are you doing back when rap was pure and just simple lyrics <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not when they talk so fast oh. now. <laughs> so, and again, also like myself, Amanda wanted to be a famous singer. Ever since I had a Barbie lunchbox with Barbie Rockstar on it, I wanted to be a singer as well. I remember that lunchbox. Yeah, it was bright pink and everything. So you can, a lot of kids our age kind of felt like that. By the way, this kind of take place in, uh, what, 2010-ish? Yes. So, yeah. yeah. We briefly meet Amanda's friend, Avery Cantello. My name's Avery Cantello. And I went to school with Amanda. We became friends. She really loved to sing. I loved to sing. We definitely bonded over music. And who just tells us at this point the two girls had bonded over music. So just to kind of reiterate the point that Amanda is very much into... Avery really brought... She brought that dark look with her eyeshadow. Look, Um, she's a very pretty girl. She yeah. It was a bit right. much. She didn't well, she, need that eyeshadow. It was like she had this dark black eyeshadow, and it went almost up to her her like brow. We at all the I it went through that phase. Yeah. So is she like emo goth type. I don't think I she don't, was. I, I didn't say that. I think she just decided she, she liked decided a lot to, of makeup. Uh, go with the the plum lip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if she was going goth, she would have yeah. went with like a black lip. Yeah. You know. So just more emo than not quite goth black she just has a lot of makeup she just you could tell she really that eyeshadow just you know she could have went to macy's and just you know what somebody probably told her they're probably like you know you're on camera and your makeup's not going to show up as good so you need to do it really heavy and dark right that's exactly what happened the opposite of like the jennings one where like nobody was wearing makeup oh i'm pretty sure half of the people they interviewed didn't even brush their hair that was our our previous series a little change this girl at least ran a comb through her hair She, too, had a passion for music, as I recall. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then Carol, Mom Carol, tells us that she and Amanda's father split up in 2008. She states right off that they had differences in parenting rules, which we definitely see come through in these reenactments here. Um, It seems that Carol may have been the one that was a little bit more strict when it came to what she says Amanda's use of technology. It's like her little laptop and all of her social media and stuff. So, of course, Amanda's going to want to go live with her dad because clearly her dad's not as strict. be devastated. If my son was like, I really want to get on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, well, for five minutes, for like an hour. And he's like, mm, no, dad lets me get on. You know what I do? I'd call up my ex-husband and I'd threaten his life. That's what well, I feel like Mama Carol had did that. But, you know, once you're divorced, there's really not a whole lot you can do at the other parent's house, huh? Well, you can yell at the other parent, <laughs> as I do, to say, Cannon wants to move in with you because he wants to do things he's not supposed to do. <laughs> My ex-husband's kind of scared of me, so he knows better. You know what I mean? He's like, listen, no. if I listen to you or your mom, I got to listen to your mom because I'll have to suffer those consequences. Yeah. But that is crazy. I mean, as a person, you're a divorced father. You know, I'm a divorced mother. It is kind of hard, but I've never had the issue where, like, me and my ex-husband have always been on the same page with our son. Yeah, you're very lucky in that regard. Very lucky, Clearly, yeah. what we see in this story is that these parents are not on the same page when it comes to that kind of stuff. Her mom says that Amanda was like watching a fireball roll down the street is what she says. So clearly like, this is that little girl, a good thing or a bad thing? I wasn't quite sure how she meant that, but I'm thinking this was just a very exuberant girl. She was I'm out. Your f- I'm, I'm pretty sure a fireball rolling down the street is <laughs> not a good thing. you trying to compliment your daughter? Like, or I really wasn't was sure. Was she just a rolling dumpster? I mean, I, I wanted, I wanted a rolling <laughs> You know dumpster. what I mean? Like, like, fireball could be quite a lot of things. You know, it could be a car on fire. We don't know. Um, Holy moly. Uh, okay. So, fireball aside, the narrator tells us that Amanda was your typical seventh grader. She's obsessed with Justin Bieber, as many girls back in the day were. Wait, when was this? Like 2009. Uh, yeah. November 2009. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is when everybody had Bieber fever. Oh, yeah. She was uh, definitely a believer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me too. But. <laughs> believer. The fact that y'all know the term just makes my day. <laughs> Only because of Maddie. Dina said Bieber fever. Did she have Bieber fever? I don't picture her having no. Bieber. No. I mean, I think there was a couple songs he had that were okay, but. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's like my secret pleasure. Like I try and sing. <gasps> really? Like, Despacito. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know the rest of it, but I really like that song. 
But tell everybody why she was obsessed with him. It wasn't just because of his talent. She chose Justin Bieber as her idol. Justin had YouTube videos out, and that's how he was found. And that was her dream, posting videos on YouTube so others could see her. I don't know. I was never really a huge Bieber fan. You were a J.C. Shazé fan. <gasps> well, I remember that. Was, that. that was holy. That was different. That was from NSYNC. That was my very first. Casey and I went to that concert. It was my very first concert. Yes. Me, you, and Shana Laurent. Do you remember that? I do. We sat in the nosebleed sections, yeah. had to bring binoculars, but we were there. And I remember one of us said, can you believe it? We're in the same room. Like, as, we're breathing the as same air. And someone else said, yeah, you and like five million other people. <laughs> wait, wait. Who, who was he with? Insane. Wasn't Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but we, we also like Justin, but JC for us was like, the guy but do you remember sitting next to my mother when cisco and the thong song because <laughs> cisco opened up for i forgot about that and that was like my word oh my god what did i buy y'all tickets to what like, we will be, that's five rosaries y'all gonna be doing the thong song my very catholic Pink. mother being like what the hell you know, i think pink started for him too huh yes i forgot pink was there too what the hell would y'all go and watch? Man, when I was that age, I went to watch the Ramones and Pearl Jam. What? Holy crap, what? Did mom and dad know? Yeah, they knew. I was in 11th grade. You got to see Pearl Jam you at You got to see Pearl Jam. That's so cool. Oh, I've seen them a couple times. Oh, and I would it, kill to see them. But the Ramones opened up for them the first time. That's really cool. Yeah, they're not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like mostly dead. Oh. Oh, God, that's kind of sad. Thank you for... Yeah, okay, way well, to bring down our murder right, podcast. Back to the murder. Oh, yeah. Sorry to depress you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. So, so Amanda, is, like you said, was obsessed with Bieber because... Not only because she liked his music and all that kind of stuff, and she probably had a crush on him, but he was found through his YouTube videos. That's how he was that's discovered, I guess. I don't remember who discovered him. I don't either. I was never a, a JB fan. Yeah, meaning. Um, but I do like some of his yeah. songs. I'll be honest. Yeah. They tell us that her dad gives her a webcam. And so me and Casey were talking earlier, and we're like, well, wait a webcam i know because i remember i texted you and i'm like who gives their 14 year old daughter a webcam but then we're starting to think like every device that you have now has a camera on it yeah every 14 year old who has a cell phone that's it yeah but to actually give her something specifically for that that's all it does i know because there's a webcam in my laptop you can tell he's just trying to be like the favorite parent yeah from this to me it was clear that this right here shows that they're not on the same page because Mama Carol is, she's not happy about mm-hmm. this face cam, this webcam, but she really can't do anything about it because it's at dad's house. So yeah, her mom says that Amanda was, was pretty and she, I thought she was too. She was very, she pretty. was a very pretty kid. She's a little tiny petite thing. Yeah. She was, she was precious. And, but her mom says, you know, that kind of made other kids jealous and they were apparently mean to her. But I was kind of wondering, I was like, you know, that doesn't sound quite right. I don't know that kids would just be mean to you because you're pretty. In what life has anyone ever been mean to somebody because they're pretty? Well, let me tell you, as a pretty girl, okay, there's a lot of jealous bitches out there, okay? Yeah, but the pretty girls are always popular and I'm shit. Just I mean... <laughs> I don't know. We got to remember this is middle school. Um, yeah. What I thought was kind of funny was the mo- because, you know, the girl complained of being bullied and the mom was like, the last thing she needs, Norm, is for them to make fun of her again. And that's why she's going to make the videos perfect. Well, if you put videos out there of you singing, I hate to tell you, honey, it's just going to get worse because you're giving them ammunition to make fun of you. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, nah, <laughs> it'll make them like her more. <laughs> I'm uh, like, dad, can but- we? Boys at that age are trying to be like white knights and shit. I can't believe none of them stood up for oh. the beautiful girl. Because oh. she is pretty. She's very pretty, but you will find out later in the story how much those boys did not stand up for her. I know. Okay. From what she was saying right there, it kind of, she made it seem like this um, bullying had happened before, even before the, the videos. So that's what made me kind of wonder, like, was there, is there a backstory? Was something know, yeah. happening that, you know, because it just made it seem like there was something else. Right. Like that. Carol says that raising a child as spirited as Amanda brought clashes on how to handle her. And I'm assuming that she meant 
between herself and, and the dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She never really clarifies. So after she gets the webcam, she spends that whole weekend uploading videos to YouTube and the videos um, become viral among the students at her school. She goes back to school that Monday and everybody's everybody's seen it. The videos at first, are, are they're getting a lot of positive attention and Amanda's happy. But, you know, of course, it inevitably there are some criticisms from her peers and they got ugly to the point where like Amanda had to take some of the videos down because the comments had gotten so mean and so bad. Yeah. Then somebody tells her about something. Now, I have never heard of this called Blog TV. Blog TV is a new online craze where anyone can broadcast, <laughs> chat, perform, and share live from anywhere in the world. I had no idea that something called Blog TV existed. Amanda's screen name, Cutie Lover, was just a cute name. It had nothing to do with sex. We probably all had a name like that. Now, remember, we are in Canada. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but still, internet is... Yeah, internet is internet. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I had never heard of it. I haven't um, either. But, I mean, I'm old, too, so... <laughs> Blog TV, if you don't know, is an online... I wonder if Taryn's heard of it. I should have texted her I should have phoned in. I know. We'll get some scoop from her. Yeah. I'm going to say, Taryn, is there any videos of you on Blog TV? <laughs> I'm going to ask her. Should I need to... Do I need to know now? So, Blog TV is an online platform where anyone can broadcast, chat, perform, and share live from anywhere in the world. So, I guess technically we could have it here well i can tell you if my daughter which i don't have a daughter i have a stepdaughter if i found out that her username was cutie lover i would beat her ass with a microphone i'm oh, just hell saying. no can you have a cutie lover <laughs> that is her in fact her username is cutie lover i didn't even think anything about it like i didn't even when her friend avery's like it wasn't about sex well and that's what I'm i was like, like wait a second why was that even a thought there avery well, maybe not from her perspective. I know, but, but cutie I mean. lover. So Amanda's friend Avery says that they were young and they didn't really know how to be properly cautious in that space. With that being said, I'm going to kind of give you like a little peek into what's going on inside the brain of a of a teenager or a teenager. A teenager. Yeah, a teenager. Because <laughs> I was kind of curious. I was actually researching for a blog I was doing and then found this. I'm going to nerd out for a little bit. Bear with me. I got this info from a site called um, greatschools.org and there was an article entitled Inside the Tweener's Brain by Hank Pellissier. So from middle school to maturity, the brain's primary growth area is the prefrontal cortex of the frontal lobes. Okay, so that's a region that is referred to as the CEO or the central decision maker of your brain. So this control center, it's responsible for like functions like mediating conflicting emotions, making ethical decisions, inhibiting emotional urges, and just like the general intelligence. And right now during this age, it's changing tremendously in like a rewiring process. Basically, your brain is just getting ready for adulthood and everything that comes with it. So, okay, so this transitional activity of the rewiring rewiring phase is disorienting for teens and young kids, and it often exhibits itself in recklessness, poor decision-making, and emotional outbursts. Which is so, why children are not to, in 14, 13, 14, 15 yes. year olds are not to make adult decisions. Exactly. Because, and as we find out, there are severe repercussions to things like this. Um, they're they're dumbasses. Basically. Yeah. To sum up what Sarah <laughs> yeah. just read, they're morons. Yeah. Thank you for summarizing. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to help out. To clarify with the article, in summation. Yeah. Oh. I had to cut some of that article out because it was getting like really, I was like interested, but I knew it wouldn't hold attention. (laughs) (laughs) At least you know Dino was listening. (laughs) I I hear you. Amanda begins her first song on blog TV. The documentary makes it look like it's a live performance because she's getting like this immediate feedback. And I'm, I'm assuming it was, I wasn't really sure. Most of it looks to be pretty positive. So she's happy as a clam. So like many of her peers, the likes, the follows, the comments, that's all like this wanted attention, which is what she is craving right now. And that's like a whole other side, like for what's happening on the emotional side of her with her parents' divorce and all this kind of stuff and split attention and who knows what's happening inside. Her mother states, I knew she was online but Amanda's father and I didn't know at the time what she was doing online hey stranger I made your favorite for dinner we believe that she was online talking to kids her own age no one was completely aware of all the dangers no one was really thinking too much 
about who is behind these accounts. You're so young and you're thinking this cute guy has added me or this cute girl has added me. She didn't realize the effects of how she looked on boys. That they knew Amanda was online, but they didn't know exactly what she was doing online. So we have to stop there. Right. And that's like a word of caution. If your child has access to social media or and the internet, you have to be aware of what they're doing and what they're seeing. Oh, yes. I've gone through this. Yes. Because... Even if you have a child that's the most honest, trustworthy child, you don't know who they're interacting with. And tell you what, they don't know either, even though they right. think they do. And there's predators that they, they can detect like nice girls. They can easily manipulate them. Yeah. I'll take my eight year old. Is he eight yet? No, oh, he's seven. I'm sorry. Oh, let me rush it. My seven year old. I let him watch YouTube kids. And the other day he's like, look at this video. Y'all, it was full blown YouTube. I said, delete, delete. I was like, what are you doing on YouTube? Wait, have you, have you seen the damn, the international YouTube kid? They, they put on like the Russian videos on the YouTube what? kids and stuff. No. Oh, no. They might not do it anymore, but they used to. And it was all like international videos and like people in Slovakia and Check a lock muka that uh, put weird <laughs> shit on there. You're like, oh, I don't know if I want my civic. Yeah, all like kinds it. of copyrighted Mickey Mouse stuff. That <laughs> <laughs> damn Mickey. <laughs> nah, man, it's just, it doesn't matter who it is. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my son having nightmares. He wakes me up enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like like Avery said, they, they thought they were talking to kids their own age. Mm-hmm. We find out that is not the case. So she ends up with this fan with the screen name Geekboy54. Amanda, basically, she's just liking this attention. She thinks she's getting attention from boys her own age, and she's attached to her laptop. And I can I can relate to that because... Oh, me too as an adult. As an adult, yeah. yes. But I also have a kid coming up who loves her gaming devices, and mm-hmm. it's you, difficult to, to manage all of that. My son, his... his, his, his um, I have, not him, I I have an iPad, but I let him play on it, like his little stuff, and the battery will die, and he's like, phone, like he wants my phone. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, you can go plug that in, and you've been on for an hour, so you can go in and get off right now. Yeah, how about you go outside and do other things? How about you? Yeah, yeah. kick mine outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's just best for everybody. That was learned from one Jeanette yeah. Carrier, huh? <laughs> yeah, get how outside. Many, how many summers did we have to drink water from that, that <laughs> delicious hose pipe out there? <laughs> Mind you all, uh, the water in Baton Rouge is delicious. It really is. It's I, I don't know if it's just because we grew up here, but it's so good. It really no, is it good. actually is quite good as far as water goes. It's one of, <laughs> one of the things we're good at. Yeah, you wouldn't think it. You wouldn't think it, but yeah. So we've got this Geek Boy 54. Amanda spends more and more time on blog TV, and she's involved in multiple conversations that last way into the night. In the reenactment, your, her dad comes in like fussing at her, like, Hey, I told you to go to bed. And she's like, okay, dad. And she just kind of closes the laptop, but he doesn't take it. So as soon Why? as she, as soon as he closes the door, she looks and she just opens it back up. He's like, hey, guys, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, the dude can't be that stupid. I, I, do, I know he went through a lot because he's, you know, his daughter and everything. But like, you got to be smarter than that, mister. Come on. Take that take shit away. the laptop, yes. So now... The number one fan, Geekboy54, he comes back in the picture. On blog TV, this guy was complimenting her, making her feel really good. Eventually he asked for more, and he wanted her to flash him. Amanda thought it was probably private, and this guy was the only person seeing her. So she felt safe in that cyberspace. They're chatting one day, he's complimenting her, being super sweet, and just basically sweet-talking her, and he asks her to flash him. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I know, that made me physically ill. I was I was like, okay, now I have to remember, this is 2009-ish, 10-ish, yeah. whatever. So maybe she's just not, and she's also 14, so right. she's clearly not we thinking. We will reiterate, you're dumb at 14. Yeah, but good God, she's clearly not thinking of the repercussions that's going to happen from this. So Amanda is thinking that it's just them chatting. It's a private chat. Nobody else is around. So she does it. She flashes him and her life goes on, you know, whatever. In December 2010. Which is a year later. Yeah. This is a year later from yeah. when that happened. Amanda gets a Facebook friend request 
from this guy with the name Tyler Boo. Which, come on, girl. That's a fake name. I know. You had to know. Boo-boo. You had to know. I mean, really? So she accepts his friend request. And that's when she finds out through Facebook chat, he's got her picture. The topless picture. I wonder if her face was in the picture, if it was just her chest. Because I'd have been like, that's not me. I would have denied it. But that's what makes me think like, okay, her face. Some identifying feature had to have been in the picture yeah. in order to all for all this to happen. It, it's not hard to prove when and where that picture was taken (laughs) like that's not my bedroom (laughs) a lot of people have that color wallpaper okay so in a chat she tells him so amanda initially does not believe him and then he threatens her saying if you don't put quote put on a show for him he's sending that picture to everyone like her friends her family her teachers which by the way is child pornography yeah which is illegal Just, yeah so not even if you're not the one like taking the picture if you get this picture and you send it on to someone else yes you are distributing that child is, pornography that is a crime you cannot do it you dumbass <laughs> criminals i'd have been like do it bitch i'm gonna press charges because that's child pornography well it doesn't seem like she did put on a show for him because she thinks all of this is gonna pass so we're still in december 2010 amanda's sick and as her mom says wasn't on her technology amanda gets a barrage of messages from her friends saying something came through and it was a link saying there was pictures of amanda flashing and he was going to show everybody Once Amanda clicks the link, it sends her to an adult site showing the screen grab of her flashing her body. This Tyler guy says he's got a topless picture of you. He's put it on a porn site, and now the cyberbullies are stepping up and calling her things like cam whore and porn star and slut and just like all of these horrible insults. I'd have been like, you bitches are just sales because my boobs are nice. Thank you. That's how I play bullies, though. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hater. Yeah, you just just own that shit. Yeah, hater. <laughs> okay, so a message comes through from Tyler Boo, and it's a link saying that there were pictures of Amanda flashing, and he was going to show everyone. Amanda clicks the link, and it takes her to an adult site showing the screenshot of her flashing. Like, as a girl, as a 14-year-old girl, can you imagine no. seeing yourself on a porn site? They should have went after the porn site, too. She she took a picture of herself. That shit don't go away. <laughs> she doesn't know that. Uh, yeah, in 2010, we just did. No, when when they um in the episode when she's getting these text messages, I felt my heart sink as if I was in her position. Like we've all been sitting there and someone's talking to you and like something bad happens and you're like and they're like, "Hey, what do you want for dinner?" And you're like, "Shut up." <laughs> You know what I mean? You take off running. Yes. We've all been in that position. You just have to escape because shit's about to hit the fan. Don't ask me any questions. Okay. So now we're back to Mama Carol and she gets a Facebook message. Now, during this holiday, they are not together. It seems Amanda is with her dad and her mom is, is separate. Mama Carol gets a Facebook message from Alice McAllister. And Alice says that she's working for an internet safety site. And she tells Carol that her daughter was doing terrible things on the internet, like exposing herself and that she's on an adult site and she needs to stop her. I was like, that was interesting. I didn't realize that they would just message you like that, but that's going to come back. So this Alice person tells her that Amanda is being blackmailed by someone, but Carol doesn't know who this person is. So it's just some random stranger messaging Mama Carol. And they gave Carol the link, didn't they? Yeah. So she clicks on it and there's her little baby. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like Carol is not suspicious of this person so Alice sends the link and Carol clicks on it and it leads her to the pornography site with a picture of a daughter lifting up her shirt. Carol calls Amanda. At this point Amanda is already aware that this is on a porn site so she's getting that call from her mom probably not suspecting that her mom knows but when her mom says it you know oh, her heart just she's like, her not, heart shattered. I'm not say anything to your father right now because I'm going to use this against him for the next 30 years because I told him not to give you a webcam. <laughs> Carol calls Amanda and Amanda seems pretty shut down. Like she's, you know, she's got to be mortified for one. This is happening. Her mom knows and her dad is about to know. I couldn't imagine being in that situation and realizing like my dad is about to find out about this. Oh God. I mean, could you imagine Dean? He gave her the damn webcam. Look, I, know. I know this dude knew this was going to happen at some point. He couldn't that, be that I, stupid. I, I, I'm very suspicious about dad. <laughs> Dad is very sus in this situation. (laughs) From one dad to another as he cracks his beer open. (laughs) You're damn right. (laughs) 
then all of a sudden, the police show up at Amanda's house. Amanda nor her mom called the police. But since the photo is public now, the police were tipped off. Because this is child pornography. Yeah, exactly. And Carol doesn't want to assume that Amanda was this willing participant. So she's hoping that, you know, somebody, she didn't do this on purpose, that somebody, like, manipulated her or whatever like this. And the Canadian cops suck because they're like, (laughs) basically, there's nothing we can do about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, that's not their accent. They're like, I can't even do their accent. I know. There's nothing we can do about it, eh? That sounded little Irish. Ja- <laughs> <laughs> little Jamaican mixing there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a Canadian. <laughs> we need Taryn. I know we do. We should we get a soundbite. Her brother to come down here. We need a soundbite from Taryn. Like, can this. y'all do a reenactment for us? Can you say these words? Child, Child pornography. <laughs> yes. <sighs> don't ask why. Okay, so as the police are interviewing Amanda, she admits that she willingly lifted up her shirt in a chat room, but she hadn't realized that people um, had taken, like, photos, like screenshots. So now we meet Dan Fumano. He's a reporter in Vancouver, Canada. A.K.A. Sexy Kevin James. If Kevin James were hot. Is that possible? (laughs) I'm saying if Kevin James were hot, it would be be reporter Dan. So Dan Fumano tells us yet another thing that I hadn't heard of. No. Something called called Capper's TV. Have you heard of that? No. Capper's TV was started by the subculture on the internet called Capper's. The Capper's will take caps or screen captures of young girls in uh, maybe various stages of undress and try to use those to blackmail them, try to get them to do things of a sexual nature. They had a fake awards show making light of this online abuse like the blackmailer of the year. And leave it to the Canadians to to the screen captures. Look, Capas. I mean, you what? you hear like Canadians are are super nice, and the only ones I've ever met or have been wonderful. But this documentary makes them seem like heathens. I know. Don't listen to this documentary, y'all. I've met a ton of Canadians, and they are the coolest people on earth. I'm yeah. just saying. Wait, well, go back to the cops. Do, do they really wear the red jackets with the shoulder pads? <laughs> no, and stuff? Um, no. not in this one. No, <laughs> no. Oh, that's, not that's, in this one. This oh, one. Oh, that's they were, bullshit. That's kind of a letdown. This I will one, say. They were a bunch yeah. of victim blamers and mm. saying, "Just get off social media." <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, go catch the asshole that's posting my pictures everywhere. Yeah. Never heard of Cappers TV, but basically people called Cappers will take caps or screen captures, as Dan tells us, of young girls in various states of undress and use those to try and blackmail these poor girls or to get them to do things of a sexual nature. Basically, they're making light of all of this abuse and like they have these fake award shows and they award like the blackmailer of the year. That's the kind of bullshit that this is i know Kinda i thank god I, was a, motherfuckers I know i thank god i was not an attractive preteen <laughs> I, that would they were like mm, next one <laughs> not that one <laughs> that, it's it really is appalling and why this wasn't shut down why is this not shut how down? is that how is this an opera i don't know is this like dark web kind of stuff like to where it's gotta be. I don't understand how it was an operation, but if it, if it's to the point where we know about it, somebody else has yeah. got to know. Well, the cops knew about it when they because <laughs> the cop was the one that said, "No, this is a reenactment," so it could be. Yeah, so I kind of had to, you know, they, they may have been like fudging things for just the reenactments and stuff. Up, so because I wasn't really sure. Yeah, they gave out an award for the best blackmailer of the year. Can you believe? That? Hello, the person who was awarded. Can we arrest him? I know who who won the award. Can we go? Can we go? Tyler Bell- Come yeah. on down, boo. Come on down. <laughs> Please. So this whole incident shows Amanda's parents for the first time how people have been treating their daughter. Because apparently they were unaware of how bad it actually was. And Mama Carol gets pissed. So, But the police tell her all they have is the Facebook link. And because the link is embedded into Facebook, it's not Facebook's responsibility. I don't understand. They're wh- distributing child pornography. Yeah, it so- is totally Facebook's responsibility. So, and and the police say that there's really nothing they can do. So what do they do, Casey? They advise them to just stay off the internet. Tell this 14-year-old girl to stay off the internet. Yeah. Okay, because that's going to work. You can't go against the court pose. I mean. (laughs) I know. Haven't we learned that? (laughs) Come on, Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) Okay, Carol had Amanda eventually get off the internet, even though these horrible things happened, Amanda is still hesitant to get off social media because she feels like her whole life is on there. Doesn't it make you grateful that you grew up and during a time that we did not have Facebook? That is literally what I thought this entire 
documentary was like, thank God I grew up when I did. Well, because this generation has such an addiction to Facebook. We were literally the last generation that didn't have it. I know. I didn't no. get it till I was in college. Remember, I was you in had college. To be, you well, had to have a college. Uh, you had to have a college um, email. Yeah. To that's because that's when Facebook was created was when we were in college, which right. was, I graduated, what, 2008? Yeah, I was 2007. Yeah. So that kind of shows you for and one how old thinking, we are. What is this stupid I mean, thing? I was still working for the phone company when yeah. I got my first iPhone. Yeah, I was in college when I got my first iPhone. That was like a graduation present mm-hmm. for me. But like, I remember Daniel being like, because I was all about MySpace. You know, oh, I way know. back when. You know, you get you get that cool background. You know that screen. thing's probably still there. I checked it like a couple years ago, um, and it was definitely still there. <laughs> I know. You know, but you know what? I'm very proud of my number one friend, McKenna. <laughs> I'm still good friends with her today. Made you rank your friends publicly. You know how many fights? (laughs) Did you have a MySpace? Did you have one? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That's how you knew that you were on the outs with one of your friends. Yeah. They demoted you. They demoted you. (laughs) Top eight. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, see, I didn't get that deep into it. When you broke up with somebody, they all of a sudden weren't your first friend. Yeah. So. Now you just changed your phone. I had the MySpace, and I remember Daniel being like, hey, you really need to make an account for this Facebook thing. And I was like, I don't want to. No, I'm not going to do that. He tried to convince me to text. And I was like, this is stupid. Just call me. <laughs> and now I'd rather and now people text me. I don't answer if people call me. <laughs> do you remember having to push like each key like three oh times God. to yes. get to the right? If letter. you had to get RS, RSTL. Yeah, those are like yeah. the worst. Or in the beginning, they charged you by like the letter. The letter. My God. dad was pissed. <laughs> Let me tell you. And I think all I sent was I'm coming home. I mean. <laughs> I think your dad's plan probably still is like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's an no, my mom texts a lot. He has no choice to do yeah. it. He probably pays per kilobyte. <laughs> <laughs> She's hesitant to get off social media because her whole life's on there. Parents thought if they kept her off, Tyler Boo would go away. So Amanda deletes her accounts. She goes back to school after Christmas break, and the bullies are back and calling her the horrible names and all this kind of stuff, and it becomes, like, unbearable. So Mama Carol arranges for Amanda to switch schools. Now, at this new school, Amanda pretty much keeps to herself, but this is where she ends up becoming friends with Avery. She was too shy, really quiet, just kind of keeping to herself. I specifically remember going and sitting across from her and asking if I could sit there, and we just kind of chatted a little bit. Hey, Amanda? I was just trying to be a friend. They're cool, they're I just remember the rumors. We didn't really talk about any of the really sensitive stuff that day. I think she started to feel better. Avery and Amanda become fast friends. She really loved to sing. I loved to sing. I started my YouTube channel, and then she started her YouTube channel as well, and I was the first person she followed. So that's that's a good thing, because Avery seems like she's a good kid, like a good friend. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. Even if she doesn't know how to do her eyeshadow makeup, yeah. I mean, we were all there at one point. I think I was still there. Yeah. Is that the emo girl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the emo girl. Yeah. Like, I mean, but you she's know. very sweet. Yeah, you and I had that, like white eyeliner kind of thing going on at one point in our lives. Amanda seems to be doing better. And Avery states that Amanda, you know, she wants to be a normal kid. And part of being a normal kid at this point is having social media. But can we say this is only two months from when all this happened at the police station to when she decides she wants to get back up. Two months. Yeah. So Amanda struggles to stay off of Facebook. And now I will say this is what we say, 2010, 2011. Yeah. This is like Facebook's heyday, like with mm-hmm. young kids, like everything happened on Facebook. So dinosaurs like us are still on Facebook and and kids like around this age they may have one but their platform of choice is has moved on like tiktok and such and and the gram what the hell is an instant gram <laughs> it's just pictures instagram really is probably more for us old folks uh, yeah i think instagram was it for a while and then it's kind of faded so i'm that far behind you don't yeah. have an instagram huh Oh, God, no. I tried Snapchat, and that was just so far over my head. I have it just for the face filters. I made a Twitter a while back just to follow LSU sports. <laughs> do you even check Twitter or do anything with Twitter now? Dur- during football season. Twitter's 
just so busy though. I'm like, it's I'm, so busy. It's just so much. It really is. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. I don't care for Twitter. I don't either. No, screw. Screw all that crap. Okay, so she stays off for two months, um, but slowly gets back into it, and it seems like her parents know it. But her parents, to me, seem like they're pushovers. Her dad, especially. Well, she. They say she, they put stipulations like you can't post pictures of yourself. I'm like, girl, are you checking this? Thing? I was gonna say, I don't think the parents have Facebook or anything like that. So how are they checking that their parameters are being enforced? That she's listening because she's a sneaky teen, like we all were at one point, mm-hmm. and she's doing shit behind their back. Yeah. I- I make my wife follow Maddie. What if Maddie has a separate account? <laughs> There's only so much you can do. <laughs> really, and that's that really is the scary thing in this story is yeah. there's only so much you can do. There really is. They allowed her to do the Facebook thing, uh, but only to interact with her real friends. And they told her no going in chat rooms, no sending pics. Um, but at least in the reenactments, she still has the webcam. They didn't feel I the know, need to take, take that, that away. Off. Like I said, they were like pushovers. And no accepting friend requests from people you don't know. Yeah. If you don't know the person, don't accept them. She did not listen. I know. I have a rule for myself that I don't follow. It's if I wouldn't say hey to you in Walmart, I'm not going to be friends with you on Facebook, but there's a crap ton of people <laughs> that I would not say hey to in Walmart and I'm friends with them just because I'm nosy. <laughs> I like to keep up with people, but so by November of 2011, Amanda seems like she's in a good place in her new school. The cyberbullying has kind of stopped um, and her confidence seems to like it's really coming back. She ends up spending more and more time online because she's feeling safer. She's feeling more confident. So, of course, that's what happens. Then one day she gets a friend request from someone named Austin Collins. She doesn't know him. But Don't accept him. Mm-mm, she's not going to listen. <gasps> but he says he's about to start at Amanda's new school. So she accepts the friend request. Nope. Horrible idea. Amanda tells her mom about some of the names on Facebook. And Mama Carol says she's not happy. But it doesn't seem like Mama Carol did anything about it. So Amanda and Austin continue to exchange messages. Then one day, Amanda finds out that Austin is not the friend she she thought he was. No, wait, wait. No. Is it really Tyler Boo? Oh, yes. It's the little chomp, Tyler Boo. And wait till you find out how Tyler Boo is. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah, wait until you find that out. So he announces that he's made a fake profile with the name Amanda Todd and has the flashing photo picture as her profile pic. So he's sending this new profile out to everybody at her new school. Again, where are you at, Facebook? That's child pornography. not just Facebook, the the damn law enforcement. Yeah. Right. So Amanda's mom contacts the police. Police had traced the IP address into the United States, but there wasn't enough, as they state, there was not enough manpower to work this one case. It does not take that much. (laughs) I don't know how to do it, but I would assume they could find someone who does know how to do this. Right. if you know how to do it, it takes just a few minutes. Well, oh, that's that's sad then. So in spite of all of this, Amanda still can't say goodbye to Facebook. The cyberbullying follows Amanda to her new school and she struggles to get on with her life. People in her life started to notice like this um, mental decline and her social anxiety increases, understandably. And then she starts self-harming and she's just arguing with her mom a lot more. This girl is still on Facebook. So I'm, that's what kills me. I, when you be, when you've been traumatized, mm-hmm. you don't you would avoid it, right? Oh, I would avoid it like the plague. But I mean, you know, that's speaking from a thirty five year old who didn't grow up with this. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, it, it's a whole different world with the people who actually our, our grew poor up babies, with it. our poor kids. So she gets a friend request from someone named Aaron Bell. This guy dated a girl from her old school, but he was kind of flirty with Amanda, and he gave her like you know lots of positive attention, and Amanda was happy. So, and, and the girl from her old school was a bully. Oh yeah, a, a like a, she, yeah, she was not cool. The man. girl in the in the uh, reenactment, she had pretty hair. Though. Oh, I loved her hair. It was, it was kind of wavy and blonde and stuff. The actress was pretty. She was just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. She had she was a bad actor. In my yeah, <laughs> well they all were. <laughs> yeah. So this Aaron guy, he's not the best guy. He's real. He is a real person, but he's just not the best guy. He pretty much like manipulated Amanda and kind of took advantage of the fact that she was really insecure just so he could sleep with her. And we find out he is the bully's boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, but then. So can we, before we say this part, can we just say, do you think the bully cheated on Aaron and to get back at, at, 
at the bully, Aaron decided to sleep with this girl because she knew it would make her like irate. I would not put it past these kids here. That that sounds about right. Pe- yeah. People are just trashy. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to high school. <laughs> okay, so the girlfriend. Now, he had told Amanda that he was breaking up with her. Or that he could have told her that he had already broken up with her. But that is not the fact here. Because they were still boyfriend-girlfriend. And this girl, she is like a beast. And she basically beats up Amanda. Amanda was being punched and kicked. Punching her and wouldn't let her up. (laughs) It was almost entertainment for these young people. Shows up at her school with all her little very Mm -hmm. nicely dressed bully friends. Yeah. Now, all we see is the reenactment. So that's all I have to go on uh, for the specifics of this. But like. Oh, it was so ridiculous. It. It made my heart drop because this girl is like on top of Amanda, beating her up, punching her senseless. And all of these kids, no less than 20 kids, are surrounding them, just like egging it on and watching and And recording recording it. it. And the Aaron kid, at least in the reenactment, is there watching the whole thing happen and doing nothing. And how often has that happened to like kids before? There's a lot of videos of that exact kind of thing happening. Well, that is heartbreaking. Okay, so Amanda basically kind of like covers for Aaron, which I don't get. Like this guy screwed you over and you're still covering for him. Not not telling, you know, that this was a whole misunderstanding. Like, you know, no one helped. No one called for help. Poor Amanda is just lying there beaten half to death. So after this assault, the online attacks start again and people are saying that she's worthless, that she should kill herself and like all of these horrible things that I cannot. I don't don't understand. Like, I I guess for me, I'm an avoider. So like if I don't like if I don't like a video or if I don't like a song, I typically would keep going. Now, if I see like misinformation on Facebook, I'm the queen of like commenting on that shit. But <laughs> but I mean, like if I know someone and I really don't care for them, I will just ignore them. Mm-hmm. I won't give them the time of day. So this blows my mind that people would go out of their way to tell someone to kill themselves. D- I mean, regardless, I would not even think of doing that no. sitting behind a computer screen like that boggles my mind. I mean, like, maybe if you were literally Adolf Hitler. I mean, at some point, if a parent sees that, I mean, if I know if I saw somebody, at some point, I'm going to go whip this kid's ass. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, at least, and then go whip at least embarrass the shit out of him. I will bust up into a school <laughs> in the middle of class. Like, yo, who is Geek Boy 54? Yeah. Tyler Booth, step forward. Stand up, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. I got a gray beard. I'm about to whoop your ass. Don't let it fool you. Oh, don't let it fool you. It's about to come all on to you now, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Say some of that shit to my face. There's Maddie in the background going, Oh my God. Oh my God. Who is this? Um, At this point, Amanda does not have a Facebook account, but people, of course, are screenshotting these comments and they're texting them to Amanda. So her mental health declines even further. This poor girl drinks a bottle of bleach in an attempt to end her life. But th- okay, how did she survive that? I don't how know. Was not, they're not permanent internal damage for the rest of her life. Did they? Did the bottle of bleach come from like the dollar store or something? And it's like mostly water. <laughs> I, well, I, fingers crossed it did because she survived and apparently does, made a full yeah. recovery after drinking bleach. Well, yeah, that must, that must have been mostly water. Thank God, huh? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Mama Carol brings Amanda to live with her, and they do about three months of counseling. So at least to Mama Carol's credit, she does give her get her some counseling, tries to get her some help, and she seems to be doing better. But these cyber bullies kind of keep at it, and they make fun of her, su- like the suicide attempt, and they make memes about it. What so, did they call it? They said she was todding. Todding. Yeah, because her last name is Todd. Bitch, I'm going to be yeah. punching you in the nose. Oh, hell you call no. that todding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Amanda decides to try and take the power back. She created her own project. This was a project she kept to herself. Amanda decides to go back online to share her thoughts with the world that has been so cruel to her. Amanda's video um, that she posted to her YouTube channel, debunking all of the rumors, it just started a massive conversation. She created a black and white YouTube video. That was her outlet to the outside world. She basically went through everything in order, starting with how the nude photo of her got out. 
into making the mistake of sleeping with this guy who manipulated her and how that led to her being beat up and then the bleach and then being in the hospital. And she ended it with basically saying to stay strong. So on September 12th, 2012, she makes this really pretty video and she puts it on YouTube. And and the video is basically, it kind of like sets the record straight. She corrects all these rumors about herself and and just tells the story of how the photo got out and how things just spiraled out of control. And the video ends with her saying, stay strong. And it's like these little cards that she's that she's flipping and telling her whole story. And it's just, it's really sweet. And you can still find it today. Yeah, so it's go still, watch it. it's still on there. So before this video, Amanda had kind of like isolated herself in her room for like three months. And then after the video is published, she tells her mom that she's, she's ready to go out and live. From Mama Carol's perspective, things are really looking up. Things are really getting better. She even talked about getting like this tattoo that says stay strong. Because I think Demi Lovato has one like that or something. If you think about getting that, please don't. I wouldn't make that decision at such a time in my life. But, you know. Yeah. Especially don't do it like in Chinese. Because you don't know what this is. You think it says That's, stay strong. Look. It's like stay fat. <laughs> something like, like that. Eat chicken. <laughs> it said ramen noodle $12. <laughs> like, ooh, don't do that. It's like the tribal, the tribal tattoo. Yeah. We all thought that was a great idea. Oh my god, everybody sexy. did. Now it's See? like douche flute walking down the street. You know what I mean? Like that dude got a tribal tattoo. He looks so dumb. <laughs> okay, so about a month after the video is published, Amanda stays home from school. Says she's not feeling well. Her mom goes to work, and she comes home around four. <sighs> She goes up to Amanda's room, opens the door, and find that Amanda has hanged herself. If you could take me through that day. I don't, though. I can't tell you about the day, the day she took her life. No, Amanda, no! I have made it a a personal commitment that I will not go on film and talk about the step-by-step, the minute-by-minute of finding Amanda... I want people to remember Amanda as the videos that she posted of herself singing or the pictures of her playing when she was a little girl. I remember the morning I found out it happened. My laptop was beside me and a video just started playing. And the first thing I saw was all this... Mom! I can't believe just all the stuff about Amanda killing herself. I just, I just completely broke down. And what's weird is that before, like, Amanda was making future plans. Like, they were yeah. going to go, she asked if she could go to a Justin Bieber concert. Yeah. And the mom had said, sure, I'll buy you tickets. So right. for this to happen, it's just it's like bizarre. N- it's like not out of the blue, but then it kind of is. Because yeah. she seemed like she was in a good place. But again, we don't know what was going on in that poor girl's yeah. head, you know? Like something, I, th- I think Avery was the one that said something just broke her and yeah. caused her to do this. When they try to ask the mom to speak through that day, I would be the same way. She's like, I, I, I don't want to. I, I want to celebrate her right. life, not she's, her death. She's like, I don't want people to remember the step-by-step story of how I found her. They she wants them to remember Amanda in this, this beautiful light kind of way. Can, I just can't imagine that poor with that mother. That was her only daughter. Well, that's we know. It's her only daughter. Yes. I, I could. I can't even. I guess my brain just can't even go there. My brain doesn't want to go there because I only have one daughter. And I mean, even if I didn't like losing a child and then losing a child like that. The night that Amanda died, her video had 100,000 views. The next morning, it had 800,000. And it kept spreading and went viral. It made world news. Mama Carol decides like this, she's determined to find the person who victimized Mm -hmm. Amanda, this Tyler Boo person. So worldwide attention forces police and really social media sites finally, to find Tyler Boo. They do. They find him in the Netherlands. Where do they find him, Casey? In a trailer park. Did you know that the Dutch had trailer parks? We didn't know they had trailer parks over there. I thought that was exclusive to America. And in the reenactment, man, it was a dump. I thought the Netherlands was like beautiful country. I mean, I'm sure it is. But apparently they do still have trailer parks. They need evidence, so an officer poses as an underage girl and starts a conversation with him. Well, in January of 2014, they arrest this man in a Dutch trailer park. 200,000 images and a few thousand videos of child pornography 
And it had to go, it it was like all over Europe, all over Canada and in the Americas. And thousands of videos. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. In March of 2017, Aiden Coban, also known as Tyler Boo, is found guilty of online fraud and blackmail. And he's he's sentenced to almost 11 years in prison for cyber crimes in Europe. It's also alleged, side note guys, that Coban was Alice McAllister, the internet safety worker that tipped off Mama Carol. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Did that not seem crazy? But like he, he, he basically confessed to his own crimes to her. Yeah, that's that's what seemed weird, weird. to me. But that, that's that's someone who just enjoys control. That, yes, yes, that right. is a, a sickening person. Yeah, he mm-hmm. well he was still in prison, but they said that um once he gets out of prison, he will be extradited. Oh, I have an update for that. Okay, I googled his current status because of COVID and everything. Coban has been extradited to Canada. Um, he appeared in court via video link, and the judge in this case has implemented a publication ban. So we really don't know what happened in that particular appearance. But his next appearance is April twelfth. So is he like in? J- is he being held he's, in jail somewhere? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was. He's. He's. You know, eleven years for like the chaos that like what to me that's almost. I, I'm sorry. That's at least like half of a life sentence. I yeah. Mean, how is that not a life sentence? I, I don't know. With with the, with the stuff that they found on this guy's computer in his possession, I don't know. But. Mama Carol has stated the Amanda Todd Legacy, which is a nonprofit society, focuses on awareness and the prevention to bullying, cyber abuse, and internet safety. It's got resources and education, encouraging positivity, mental health, and wellness, and how to stay safer online. Can we put that on our blog? Yeah. Yeah, the Amanda Todd Legacy.org. So it'll be in the show notes too, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, how much, how many views now as of as of the recording of this? Does I don't the, remember. It was 12 million views. Yeah. Which is, yeah. And it's still up there, so you guys can take a look at it and see this. Don't you like you look at that situation and you're just like, God, I wish you would have lived. You know, I know what I mean? Like, I know if you could have just made it through, because I didn't love high school, but oh no, I liked the the parts that came after. You know, right? I mean, it's just like a season in your life. Yeah. You know that it's going to change. But that's that's their brain at that point. Like mm-hmm. they just can't see I think past it's the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. Now, Grant, she had some pretty horrific things yeah. happen to her. I just wish she could have could have seen like what was to come. Right. Yeah, this was a long time ago. I mean, we're talking 10, 11 years at this mm-hmm. point. So, I mean, yeah. eh, hopefully at this point, we're doing a lot better than what we were. Let's hope. I know. And, and yeah, I just feel like if you listen to this and you're in that situation, like like don't kill yourself that's the thing that i I always emphasize like you're gonna cause more damage stick it out life is worth living i mean like you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna get past this we've all had things happen in our lives that have been traumatizing that have been just you thought like you don't want to live and you know it it gets better it gets better just hold on and there's help available too yes just just really when you're in high school you're you're in there grouped with the best and the worst of people and a a lot of them high school guys are just just trash and that guy that rejected you check him out in 10 years he's gonna be like fat and bald i promise exactly yeah he won't be he won't be slick with a nice flowing beard like me (laughs) i know like me too all that's good you don't have a nice flowing beard (laughs) no i don't (laughs) I, d- I took I just meant I just meant we're not ugly like we were I'm just kidding <laughs> you know I mean, some of the best looking guys from well some of the best looking guys from high school uh, from high school today I can speak for some of the people in our class um I'm sorry if you're married to one of them <laughs> they're not that good looking these days and like some of there's some guys from high school who I wouldn't have like even looked at they're so good looking now. oh like, that would definitely be me <laughs> That and you know what? That would probably be my husband too. Because if you look at pictures of him in high school, he looked like he was twelve. Like he looked like a little bitty baby. I I don't think he hit puberty till twenty five. Look, I I I feel as though I know I'm like a lot older now, but I feel as though I look a lot better now than I did way back then. You look almost the exact same. You were gorgeous then. Oh my gosh! And you're gorgeous now, Sarah. Not the truth, but thank you. Sarah has not aged. No, she hasn't. What is she talking about? I do use face creams, guys. (laughs) But still. Well, Dino, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. We had so much fun with you. The next time oh, we do this, it won't take two hours to set up. <laughs> That's okay. Look, just get me drunk and it doesn't matter. And y'all, we still in Louisiana because you know what we smelling right now? Oh we my gosh. Ain't Ness making uh, jambalaya. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. You oh, can it's smell like it. sm- coming in through the door. It just smells amazing. I know. So we're going to like peace out and go, go after jambalaya food. here. Oh.
<laughs> and we so haven't crazy. decided. I ha- we haven't decided what we're going to cover next week. Um, I have had requests for this one. It is in Louisiana. It's called uh, Bayou Blue or Blue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually about another serial killer in Louisiana. Is Wait. it a multi-part series? Because I don't feel no. like we, okay. No, no, no. I need a break from that. Yeah, we it's need like a break a from one that. Ser- it's a one episode. Wait, have y'all done True Detective yet? True Detective. Is But is that a, uh, that's not a. Um, it's a, sh- it, I mean, it's a fictional show, but it's based on like real shit. I heard. Now, Uh-oh. I've been, I've been told and that it, True. It, it, it all heard, takes place down here. Well, I heard True Detective was actually based off of the Jeff Davis 8. What? But then the people that directed it said, they said, oh, it's not true. But apparently there's a lot of similarities. <laughs> it's awful close if it's not. Right, right. But I mean, holy crap. That shit's incredible, man. It's, I've never watched it. I'm going to have to watch it. Oh, my okay. God. Someone just pick his jaw up <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> I mean, you got Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey just That was going my same it, expression when I asked you if you'd seen WandaVision. <laughs> Who hasn't seen WandaVision? We're not emotionally ready to, to move on from Endgame. Yeah, that's going to take a bit. It's I mean, that's going to take a minute. It's been like five years. No, it hasn't. <laughs> Wait, has it? No. No. I think it's been like it, it, two years. Like two. In any case, it hasn't been long enough. Yeah. Okay. I'm still not over. We'll be start. We'll start. We'll, how about we just... We'll decide on an episode next week. <laughs> yeah. Because Bayou Blue is kind of, it's like, I think, a, maybe a two-hour documentary. But we'll stick to just kind of the shorter ones for Yeah, now. yeah. We'll, we'll, that one sounds interesting. We'll, we'll see. We'll decide. We'll surprise you. Stay tuned. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dino, for. You are very welcome. How many beers do you know? That's like what? Number three? I got three in here, but I know I went through at least a couple outside. Yeah. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) 